0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: I thought that, Andy. You thought that. A lady who joins us right now in the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline also saw all that stuff. She's not only Mary Kay Cabot from the Plain dealer in Cleveland.com who covers the Browns. She's also Cleveland Press Club Hall of Famer. Mary Kay, congratulations. congratulations. Royalty.
2: Well, thank you guys. That's quite an introduction. I really appreciate it.
1: Well, we're proud of you. We knew you (laughs)
2: win. Thank you. Again, I'm very humbled and honored to receive this award. And that was such a nice uh, story that Terry Pluto did over the weekend. And it was just uh, all kind of cool. So uh, I just really appreciate, uh, you know, all the uh, all the congrats and, and everything like that. So thank you.
1: You're welcome. Now let's get to what you and I and Andy and a lot of other folks thought before the season started. You know, you got a bunch of guys there at defensive tackle who have never really played the way you're going to need them to play. You have your fingers crossed, and it's turned out as the season's gone on, Mary Kay, to be an issue, and maybe an issue that's continued to grow in its, you know, its impact on the team. Has it not?
2: Well, it has. And I think, you know, when I look over this defense and I analyze what's going on with this defense throughout the season, there were a number of guys that really, that they thought were going to sort of jump off the screen, jump off the film this year, and that hasn't happened. I'm talking about guys, you know, like Jordan Elliott, I think they really thought that Perrion Winfrey would be able to come in and contribute in the rotation on the defensive line. There are some other guys. You know, they signed Taven Bryan. Uh, There were a lot of other things that have happened on this defense. Anthony Walker goes out early. Jacob Phillips steps in. He goes out for the entire season. Miles Garrett slips his car. Jadavion Clowney suffers an ankle sprain. Denzel Ward, a concussion. So if you really look at it and break it down, a lot of the things that the Browns expected to happen this season on defense really didn't happen for one reason or another. Some of them were completely, most of them were completely out of their control, and then I think they may have overestimated the performance of a few guys. So it just hasn't been what anybody expected, and I don't, you know, I don't necessarily think uh, that, you know, that it's all scheme. I think it's a little bit of everything.
3: Um, what were you? What was your take on? Miles Garrett and what was said afterwards about running through the wall. I, I was just it was it was one of those I like I was like, okay, what's he really saying here? What do you think he was really saying?
2: Well, I was able to get clarification um, oh, good. from from Miles yesterday and I wrote that story uh, last night and he uh, clarified and explained that he wasn't singling anybody out. I was the one that asked him the question and I was the one that used the phrase, you guys were ready to run through a wall. Through, uh, you know, against the Bengals? And then were you able to to gather up that same head of steam when you went down to Miami? And he said, well, it doesn't matter if you're ready to run through the wall if you're going in the wrong direction. And I think what he's trying to say is we all need to be pulling together. We all need to be pulling in the same direction. We all need to be on the same page. And that was not a knock on, on Joe Wood. So I really don't think that people should interpret it as such, even though that's kind of what happened on social media.
1: Okay, you said earlier just a minute or so ago. You know, there are a lot of different factors here. When you look at the defense, do you does anything carry more weight than others? Is it personnel that maybe doesn't fit what they're trying to do? Is it a scheme that should be adjusted? Is it coaching? Is it the actual talent of the of the players on the defense? What do you think it is? Because I honestly thought that the defense was ready to take a great big step this year because I thought they were impressive last
2: year. You know what, Jeff? Honestly, it is all of those things I mentioned above. I mean, all the way down to J.O.K., who they expected t- to take a big leap this season. He's been out with a knee injury, and he was off to a little bit of a slower start than they thought. Now, sometimes, and I, I don't think anybody uh, can fault anybody for this, is that, you know, sometimes it takes a little while to figure out how all the pieces and parts are going to fit together because you've got newcomers, you've got guys coming in, you know, they had. Martin Emerson and Alex Wright and some rookies joining the fray. Um, so, okay, it's going to take three or four, maybe even five games to get your act together. But, you know, then they just had one thing after another. And I think Joe Woods found himself having to dial back the scheme, having to, you know, simplify things to a degree where, you know, they they just started to not play fast, loose, and aggressive the way that John Johnson is talking about now. I think that – uh you know, they started to worry about making mistakes because that's what was happening in the beginning of the season. They were blowing coverages. They were missing assignments. So they tried to kind of simplify it and hone in on things. And then I'm reading between the lines here, but I really hear Miles and J.J. saying, guys are playing tight. Guys aren't playing loose. Guys aren't, like, playing with reckless abandon. Guys are afraid to make a mistake. And I think they're saying, we need to get back to that. I know that's what they're saying. So, you know, let's see if they can do that going forward. And what a better place to do it than in Buffalo against Josh Allen and then home against Tom Brady. He's saying cut it loose, and I think you're going to see that.
3: Hmm. Oh, when you hear people talk about let's get, they need to get rid of Joe Woods or they need to get rid of Kevin Stefanski, what goes through your mind?
2: You know, once again, I, I, just, I don't think things went the way people expected them to, especially defensively this season, but I don't feel like it's a schematic issue. As much as it is all of the things that that we're talking about, I think there was just um, an absolute lack of continuity on that defense, a revolving door, and you know while these young guys were coming up the learning curve, the way that you have to wait for them to do, you know you expected certain things from Miles and Davian and some of the other you know older guys, and they Denzel and they weren't able to do all of that because you know, they were hurt or coming back from injuries or out with concussions. I, I just don't think that this defense has had the opportunity to be exactly what it is if everybody had been there and healthy and ready to roll. How about
1: the offensive side of the ball? I, I don't have – they didn't have their best game against Miami. But I, I I hear people scream, Mary Kay, you know, not happy with Kevin doing this and th- the offense has not been an issue. I think they've been really solid. There there have been times, you know, maybe during games you think, okay, well, here I'd like to see something else. Overall, I think, especially considering Jacoby Brissett has stepped in and been very competent, I think the offense has been very good. Is there one part of it that you haven't liked or one part that you've liked more than others? Obviously the running game, but anything that's really rubbed you the wrong way?
2: Well, there's no margin for error in the in the turnover department. There just hasn't been because – the defense isn't taking it away. So, therefore, the offense can't be giving it away. And even though it's only maybe once a game or twice a game, that's too many right now. They 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 have to be almost perfect right now to win these games because, once again, uh, the defense really isn't coming up with those forced fumbles and those interceptions. So, a Nick Chubb fumble, a rare Nick Chubb fumble yeah. on the 12th play of the drive, you know, at, at the Dolphins 30 when they're – driving into score you know that can change the whole entire game that end of the half and then the beginning of the third quarter because they of course deferred and it allowed them to double dip uh, that end of the half cost them the game not just that fumble but the other things that happened at the end of that half so you know that that's been part of it that they have turned the ball over they've given it away too many times and then the other thing is you know, you really can't be, I don't think, one-dimensional when it comes to scoring. You have to be able to fire the ball into the end zone and in the red zone. You've got to be able to score touchdowns that way. The guy they're playing against this weekend, Josh Allen, is second in the NFL with 20 touchdown passes. Uh, Jacoby Brissett only has eight. I mean, I just don't think that that's a recipe for winning football, and that's one of the major things that will change when Deshaun comes back.
1: Is that is that all a quarterback thing, Maricade? Is are there receiver issues there too? And I, I wonder because I think the receivers have performed a little better than maybe I thought they would.
2: Well, certainly Donovan Peoples Jones has, I think, exceeded expectations this season, and, and he's done a great, great job. So good for him. Kudos to him for that. Uh, but in that past game, you know, in the in Miami, certainly I feel like there's there's got to be a way to get the ball to Amari Cooper more than that. I mean, when you can hit Amari on a couple of deep balls and, you know, be really aggressive in that way, then, you know, you're going to be getting those chunk plays and maybe even some touchdown passes. So, I, you know, I do think that that hurts when you cannot find a way to get the ball more than, you know, three times for 32 yards or whatever it was to Amari Cooper. And I think that, you know, that that should change again when Deshaun gets back, but I still think, We've talked about this all season long. I think they have left themselves one Pro Bowl caliber receiver short on this offense, and um, you know, and we'll find out over the last six games if that's true.
3: mary Kate, what was the deal with Grant Delpit? I mean, he missed one play, right? In the yeah. game, he was disciplined for one play. I mean, did he forget to clean his room or did he not do the dishes? What do you think that was all about? The dishes. I just thought it was. Yeah. I was like, what? What? I, I was listening to the press conference. And I'm like, help me figure this out. Any insight?
2: You know what? Uh, you, you know what? No. It's, it's No. I don't know exactly what happened because Kevin Stefanski is making it clear that it was some sort of, yeah. you know, team issue. He has, he has called it a team issue. That means it's a little bit of a disciplinary action, but it couldn't have been too bad because, uh, you know, again, like you said, it was only for, for one play. So, you know, I, we'll have to ask Grant. You know, when we see Good him yeah. in, in the locker room tomorrow, we'll ask him. He might decide to tell us or he might just keep it in house. He's a very keep it in house kind of a guy. Mm-hmm. So I have a feeling he probably won't want to say what it was. But whatever it was, it was it seems like it was pretty minor.
3: I'm gonna say he didn't take the dogs out. That was probably it. It was either didn't take wolf, the dogs wolf, out wolf. this uh, or maybe he didn't make his bed. I don't yeah, know. No Mary
1: Kay, yeah. you've been you've been know. through this situation too many times. So I wanna know what your gut's telling you. If the Browns don't pick it up here the rest of the way, are are you, are you feeling changes like big changes like coach, like GM, like I mean we you've been through this you know more intimately than the rest of us as the beat writer for the plane Dealer. It doesn't feel very good right now, and I, I hope that doesn't happen. What, what's your gut tell you?
2: My gut tells me. Um, the same thing that Andrew Barry told us at the, the week press conference, and that is that they still feel the exact same way about Kevin Stefanski as the day that they hired him. Mm-hmm. So I really don't see any kind of a change coming in that regard. I still feel like they are getting everything out of him that they hoped that they would. Um, but I think everyone wants to see what this football team can do when it has an elite star quarterback. It's the reason why they got rid of Baker Mayfield, right? I mean, they wanted a quarterback in here who was vastly better than him. And Jacoby has held down the fort. He's done a nice job. But it doesn't translate into strapping the team on your back and going out and winning a couple games for you, you know, just because of who you are. So I do think that if Deshaun had been the quarterback this whole entire season, that they would not be 3-6 and right now. And I think you will see flashes of greatness down the stretch when he comes back, even though I don't think people should expect miracles right away. Uh, but I think you will be able to see where they're going with this and what the future can hold. And so, therefore, in most cases on this team, I think they should probably sit tight and see how it plays out. Having said that, I think they will take a really good hard look at some areas of the team, special teams and defense in particular in the offseason, and try to figure out what they need to do to improve them.
1: Mary Kay, thank you very much. As always, and again, congratulations, Press Club of Cleveland Hall of Famer. Proud of you. Thanks, Mary thanks Kay.
2: So, thanks so much, guys. Take care. Mary Congrats.
1: Kay Cabot covers the Browns for the Plain Dealer and Cleveland.com. Joining us there on the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline.
3: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.